Every day we are given a new set of moments and we can do whatever we want with them. We always have the power to choose a better way of being, to move in the right direction, to live today better than yesterday. This is the possibility of today. Hey, welcome to the Possibility of Today podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning in, this show is all about the little things that we can do today, whether that means changing something or seeing something from a different perspective. And these little changes that we make end up having this enormous positive impact on our life. And so today I wanted to talk about how you can improve those quote unquote bad days or you know, the days where you maybe just feel drained and tired because you've had a lot of work lately or you've been dealing with problems and just pushing day after day, and you're just kind of tired of waiting for things to fall into place. Or even those days where someone has done something, you know, that's upset you or bothered you and it's just weighing on your mind and it can throw your whole day off. Well, what if I told you that you didn't have to be bothered with having these quote unquote bad days anymore? That would be good news, right? It's always just so much easier, as you know, to do and handle whatever it is you have to handle when you're feeling good and you're in a better mood. Well, interestingly enough, there's all of this research that has come out about what scientists are calling your happiness set point. And your happiness set point is the scientific term that's used to describe your overall mood and just how you feel on any given day. So like imagine a scale from one to 10. And if your happiness set point is at a 10, then essentially the way you're going to feel as you move through the day is you're going to be happy and productive. You know, those days you've had where you just feel good and things are falling into place and it's just a really good day. Alternatively though, you could have a day where your happiness set point is at like a three. And again, that's one of those days where you may just feel tired and drained and you're like, goodness, I just have so much work and I don't feel like doing it all. I mean, it could be a number of things. But what is really interesting about this research is that it's been proven that you can increase your happiness set point on any given day, no matter what is happening like or what you're working through. Your happiness set point is something that varies and there are certain things that you can do to either elevate it and lift your mood Or of course, you can do the wrong things and it'll decrease. Listen to what Jonathan Haidt, a researcher out of the University of Virginia, said about our happiness set point. We all have a set point for happiness that we tend to return to, but we can live our lives in ways that bring us above or below that set point fairly consistently. And as Jonathan was just explaining there, there really are these things that we can do every day that will help us elevate our happiness set point and, you know, fall higher on that scale. And as I'm sure you know, it's just so much better, right? When you're feeling good and honestly, when this happiness set point is higher, you're more productive. It's much easier to work through problems or anything that you have to handle for the day. It just makes it even more likely that things are going to fall into place easier. It actually brings to mind something that I've read by Marian Williamson, the famous author, she was explaining how we tell ourselves, you know, okay, once everything falls into place and then once everything works out, then I'm going to feel peaceful and then I'll finally be happy. But in actuality, the way it works is that 
once we find peace and we choose to just be happy, that's when things actually can fall into place. Being happy and peaceful is a prerequisite to things falling into place the way we want. And that's why understanding how to elevate your happiness set point and essentially just choose to lift your mood is so important because I'm sure like me, there's things that you're working through right now. There are things that you're trying to make happen and you're ready for things to fall into place the way you want. And understanding that you can literally choose on any given day to lift your mood. And by doing that, you're going to boost your energy, get the right energy flowing. It's going to feel good. The day isn't going to drag on and on. And more and more of the things that you want are going to actually fall into place. And so it's really important to understand, you know, how to work with your happiness set point and how to elevate it and lift your mood. And according to the research, there really are only two things that we need to focus on to increase our happiness set point. Just two things. It's so worth it. We are going to discuss exactly how you do it after the break. Hey, welcome back to the Possibility of Today podcast. We've been talking all about this thing called your happiness set point and essentially how you can choose on any given day, no matter what you have going on, what you're working through, how much work you have, you can choose to feel better. You can choose to lift your mood and you can thereby increase this happiness set point. And I think the first place to start is with the reality that you're going to have those days where it just hits you, you know, that you do have a lot to do. Or quite honestly, you may be working through problems and it seems like no matter which way you turn, there's just another problem, another issue, something else to work through. We are going to run into those days where the circumstances of life are just challenging, you know, whatever's happening or not happening. But here's the deal. No matter what you have going on, no matter what it is you're working through or what you're trying to do, there's always a path to what you want. Even if your chief negativity officer is trying to convince you otherwise or that, you know, things aren't going to fall into place and things aren't going to work out, you know how that voice in our head can just pipe up on any given day and then we end up worrying or doubting if what we want can really happen or fall into place all because of this chief negativity officer in our mind. It actually brings to mind one of my favorite quotes that says, don't believe everything you think. And it's just something I always keep top of mind because I know how our chief negativity officers in our mind can misbehave. And that's why it's important to not fall into the trap because the reality is, is that like you're resourceful. You can figure things out you can find the path and take the steps to what you want. And you also can figure out how to manage through problems and fix things that have gone wrong. But here's the other important point is that your mood and how you feel and your happiness set point on any given day is gonna influence how quickly things work out and when things finally fall into place. Because you know how it is when you're feeling good You know, you're determined, you're focused on making happen what you want to happen, and you're not just distracted by bad mood or low energy, 
And these are all the things that we can control by choosing to lift our moods and elevate our happiness set point. Dr. Sonia Lubomirsky is a researcher at the University of California, and she also has done extensive research on the happiness set point. And she was explaining that essentially there are two components, two areas that you can push on and focus on and thereby increase your happiness set point on any given day. The first component is essentially an easy one. It's just about joy. And the second one is to have an optimistic outlook on your future. Listen to how Dr. Sonia Lubomirsky explains it. Happiness essentially has two components. So the first component is the experience of positive emotions, joy, um, serenity, curiosity, uh, affection. Uh, and the second component is the feeling, having fe the feeling that your life is going well, that you're progressing towards your life's goal. So you really need both of those components to be a truly happy person. Now, if you're thinking, well, obviously, if I have joy and also an optimistic outlook on the future, clearly I would be happy, but that's really just not the case because of whatever is currently going on or whatever you're working through. But here's the deal in the good news. We can do things intentionally every single day that will allow us to elevate our happiness set point and lift our mood. Listen to what Dr. Sonia Lubomirsky said about that. The intentional activities that we can choose to engage in, the things that we do and think every day of our lives. By those things, we could increase or decrease our happiness. It's all a choice that we can make every single day. And that's what I just love because it's liberating to know that you no longer have to be at the mercy or controlled by the things that are happening around you. No, it's just about choosing to move through the day the right way. And the minute you notice that you're feeling a little off or your happiness set point is lower than it should be, you start really focusing on these two things that help lift your mood. And so the first thing, you know, as Dr. Sonia Lubomirsky was talking about is this component of joy. And this one is really easy because a quick way to have joy is just to smile. I mean, as silly as it sounds, literally just choosing to smile. I was reading this great article in Forbes by Paul Ekman, and he was explaining that there's all of this research that shows your mood is elevated and your stress is reduced just by plastering a big smile on your face. Cheesy, whatever, I don't care. The point is, it literally elevates your happiness set point. And in this article, it went on even to explain that even if you can only do this for a short period of time, it's going to absolutely just improve the way that you feel. And of course, it explained in this article, if you're frowning or if you're sitting there mad and just, you know how people can just sit there and pout. Well, if you're doing that, then it's going to have the opposite effect on how you feel. This article was also explaining this, that it doesn't even have to be real you know, like based on real emotion, meaning like if you just sit and smile for two minutes, it's literally impossible that you're not going to start feeling better. Like you're going to get this joy flowing. And in terms of satisfying that first component that Dr. Lubomirsky was talking about, the joy part of this happiness set point, 
it's just about choosing to smile. Like that's easy. And you can even fake it until it actually becomes real. Like you don't even have to have anything to smile about. So that's just about making the choice. You're done with the first thing that you can do to elevate your happiness set point. So then it's time to move on to the second thing, right? And that one I think is honestly a little more challenging to do because it's about having this optimistic outlook on the future. And that may not naturally be something that you currently have. You know, maybe you have a lot that's just currently going on or you're worried about how things are going to work out in the future. And so it's just not a natural automatic response that you are optimistic about the future. Now, I have to say I am a believer in like processing situations that happen and working through worries and fears and doubts. You know, I don't believe in just glazing things over because it is important to work through you know, your natural emotions that are surfacing based on whatever's happening in your life. But there also comes a point when you get to choose to take an exit ramp. And when I say exit ramp, I mean that you have worked through the emotions, you know, in a very natural and healthy way. And now you can choose to exit that feeling and move on and, you know, choose to lift your mood, to elevate your happiness set point. But an easy trap to fall into is thinking that your happiness set point is going to just automatically increase after time passes and you know, you've know you worked through whatever you've worked through or like we were talking about earlier that Marian Williamson had explained, once you see things falling into place, deciding then you're gonna be happy. And as I'm sure you have heard before, you know, happiness is a choice. Like you got to choose to do the right things on any given day to be happy. And when it comes to this second component and being optimistic about your future, you know, that really is, again, a choice that you can make, even if you do have worries or doubts about how the future is going to play out, you can choose to look at things from a different perspective, to have this optimistic outlook. And again, it's a choice. Dr. Lubomirsky was actually talking about this and gave this really interesting example because there were twins, these two women who had all the same genes and would presumably have the very same happiness set point unless, of course, one of them was doing things differently than the other, which happened to be the case. One of the twins had mastered how to have an optimistic outlook on the future, regardless of whatever was happening or not happening today. And the other twin did not understand how to do that and how to put that into practice. Both of the twins had come across really challenging times, but their outlook was very different. Listen to how each of them described it. Her business has hit a rough patch lately. Good girl. How's your business doing? You know what? It's good. It's slow. Are you optimistic? I'm very optimistic. I have goals. I know where I want to be by um, next summer. I have definite goals that I expect to meet. Kat, the unhappy twin, has a completely different outlook on the future. I don't feel like I'm progressing as much as I want to in my job or just the financial situation. So um, a lot of times that it just feels like it just weighs on me too much and I just feel like I'm not going to get out of it. And as I'm sure you can imagine, the first twin with the more optimistic outlook 
had a higher happiness set point and was more likely to work through her issues quicker and get things to fall into place than the other one. Listen to what Dr. Lubomirsky shared about the difference between the twins. And here we really see major differences between the level of optimism that they have, Caroline being more optimistic, more sort of committed to pursuing life goals. Dr. Lubomirsky says it's not her circumstances, but her attitude. It's such a fascinating case because they're identical twins. So we know that their differences in happiness can be explained by genetics. It's their outlook. It's, it's what they do. Exactly. And as Dr. Lubomirsky was just explaining, you know, it really is the ability to have this optimistic outlook. Not only does it elevate your happiness set point, but it also increases the level of inspiration and motivation you have day after day to work towards your future goals or what you want. And there's actually a term for this skill or ability to be able to look at your future very optimistically. It's called futuring. And futuring is the process for thinking about and picturing possible outcomes. And like we saw with the first twin, you can choose to picture the good possible outcomes and elevate your happiness set point. There's actually this amazing poem by Emily Dickinson called I Dwell in Possibility. And to me, that is the essence of what it means to do futuring and to really get better and better at having this optimistic outlook on the future. And I actually was listening to... Jennifer Hudson, the award-winning singer and actress, she was describing this awful event that happened in her life. I don't know if you remember, but Jennifer Hudson's mother and her 29-year-old brother and her 7-year-old nephew were murdered by her sister's ex-husband. And so during an interview where Jennifer Hudson was having a discussion with Oprah about the events and what had transpired and how hard it was for her, obviously, to just manage through the situation and process all of the emotions. I mean, she was mentioning that since it wasn't just her mother, it was also her brother and her nephew, there was just so much that she had to deal with in terms of loss. She said she didn't even know who to grieve for first. And what I just thought was such profound advice that she shared during this story was that after she had grieved and worked through all of the emotions, in order to move forward, she was going to have to essentially take her exit ramp, you know, out of these feelings, out of that situation, because they could feel heavy forever. Listen to how Jennifer Hudson described essentially choosing to lift her mood, and to elevate her happiness set point. It literally just takes a part of you. And, and, and because of, there was so many shocks involved in it. Like, I can't even get over, like, who do I grieve for first? Mm. Oh, who do I start with? So I find myself, moment, one moment, of course I'm going to think of my mother, mm-hmm. because this is my mother. So I think of her a lot. Next, I think of, you know, I'm, okay, Julian or my brother. I have moments where it's, it's bits and pieces, like it's too much. 
So as we sit here doing this interview, it is your nephew Julian's 11th birthday, or would have been. Yeah. And as I came up the stairs, I saw people wearing Hatch Day um, t-shirts because you've created this day uh, as Hatch Day. What does that mean? Hatch Day is something Julian came up with mm -hmm. as a kid. Like he would walk around, make uh, invitations, mm -hmm. and he wanted everybody to come to his Hatch Day. I had, we had to either make cakes and what or buy cakes. We, we don't know. <laughs> it was something he wanted, he created, and he always wanted a hatch day. So this way, this is our way of giving him his hatch day, and we put it on his birthday, and it's to, you know, honor his memory and give back to kids. Is this a hard day for you? It used to be. And my mother always told me, no matter, Jenny, no matter how negative things are, you always find the positive. So I was looking at this, like, how I didn't want my sister to face another birthday. Like when you lose loved ones, you, re, you, re, you don't want to see a birthday come. It, it's killing us to even face the holidays and the birthdays. And I was like, how can I turn something so negative into a positive? Mm -hmm. And so that's when we came up with this idea. And now, like when I woke up this morning, I forgot it was Julian's birthday because it didn't hurt so much. I was mm -hmm. excited. Because so, you get to give back. Right. That is how you heal. And so now we, we, we are looking forward to Julian's birthday. And I really think that her story is important because it shows exactly what Dr. Lubomirsky was talking about in terms of choosing to elevate your happiness set point. You know, as Jennifer Hudson shared in that story, on that day, Hatch Day, which was her nephew's birthday, which obviously could easily have triggered different emotions, you know, after she had processed and worked through all of the emotions she knew she needed to experience that day very differently and she chose to elevate her happiness set point in the exact way that Dr. Lubomirsky is recommending we elevate our happiness set point like she decided that she was going to experience joy so she goes she volunteers with children on that day and she's happy and they're celebrating you know his life and then Secondly, in terms of having an optimistic outlook for the future, she redefined what that day meant. And so when she's thinking about that day in the future, she's looking at it very optimistically. You know, she's doing positive futuring about what that day is going to be, how things are going to feel, how she's going to feel. And because she's doing both of the things that Dr. Lubomirsky recommended, her happiness set point increased. And her story really shows, you know, how you can choose to be very intentional about what you do on any given day. And if you do those two things in terms of experiencing joy and doing positive futuring, your happiness set point is going to increase. Like you can choose no matter what you have going on, no matter what you're working through, no matter how much work you have, you can choose to lift your mood. You don't have to let all of the craziness going around you get to you or other people and all of their drama and even maybe your own drama. Like you can choose to elevate your mood. And if you haven't already mastered how to elevate your mood and lift your happiness set point, you know, day by day, today is the day, right? Because there are most likely things that you're working on right now or you're working through and you want things to fall in place. And the reality is for that to happen, like we have to be at our best. We want to make certain we're feeling at our best, that we're inspired and motivated to work through whatever it is we're working through for the day. 
And it's all about knowing how to elevate your happiness set point. And essentially, it comes down to two things. And what I do every morning, I'm actually going to recommend for you too. Like I wake up and I do what I call a quote unquote self audit on a scale of one to 10. What do I think my happiness set point is? And it can be thrown off. Like I honestly wake up some days at like a three or four and I'm like, all right, it's time. Like I've got to do the things I know that I need to do to elevate my happiness set point before I like get up and try to charge through the day. And after you do your self audit in the morning and you figure out where you fall on your happiness set point scale, then it's just about doing these two things. One, making certain you have these moments of joy, even if it means you got to crack a fake smile for two minutes. And two, choosing to do some futuring, you know, looking optimistically toward the future and choosing to really look for the rainbow in the clouds or, you know, whatever's positive that you could potentially look forward to. And so you dedicate some of your day to spend doing those two things and then that's how you lift your mood. And the beauty is that then you're no longer at the mercy of whatever is happening around you. You get to choose. And that is the possibility that you have today. So choose it, you know, do yourself audit, have some joy, do your positive futuring and boost your mood, you know, lift your mood up. I promise you, you are going to love being easily able to lift your mood and increase your happiness set point. And with more and more practice, it just gets easier and easier. So try it today. And that is the show for the day. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you get a chance, do me a favor and drop by the iTunes page for this show and uh, leave me a comment. Let me know how you like the show. Have a great week. Lift your mood. Elevate that happiness set point. Live today better than yesterday.